Hey, what's up? I'm Tommy Light. Hey, everyone. This is Andrew Monroe, and welcome to Are You Feeling? On this podcast, we bring you controversial topics, risky situations, and conversations most people are frankly afraid to have. Ooh. So get ready. Wait, for what? Are you feeling it? Oh, duh. All right, listen here, you motherfuckers. You. I woke up today and chose violence. And so I do apologize. However, we will talk about what ha- happened for the Tuesday episode here in a minute. We're gonna say mm-hmm. our yeah. We're gonna say our welcomes. We're gonna do this intro the way we always do it, and then we're gonna move on. Okay. So ready? Action! Hey everybody! Thank you for coming back to Are You Feeling oh, yeah. It? Episode Eleven. Yeah. This is your boy Andrew Bowman Rowe here with my beautiful and lovely co-host and roommate. That is Tamantha to you. Oh, Tamantha, I am sorry. Tommy, Tommy, bitch, Tommy. Tamantha, how you been this week, girl? <laughs> I've been pretty good. I have been working on my mindfulness and my breathing mm-hmm. because last week I was meditating a lot. And yep, so I'm kind of taking from those meditations and doing some breathing, being very mindful. Yeah. I've noticed a lot in this just. Is your mindful? Mama is not full, but she's a little empty. She needs a little. Yeah, but see, no, because you're a little nurturing. Why, why you be in a glass half empty kind of gale? Don't judge me. Bitch. Your mind should be full, like your glass. Anyway, so Ooh, your mind should be full, like your glass. Somebody write that down and make a sign and send it to me, because that's some good shit. Be mindful of the things you are doing. Breathing, live in the present moment. I've noticed a lot mm-hmm. lately, though, being in the present moment or whatever, that I will like take what people are saying like out of their mind. I will say it before they say it. Yeah, I, I've done that a lot in this past week. I feel like you and I do that, and I feel like me and a few other people that I no longer associate with at this point in life mm-hmm. um, used to do that a lot. So I think it's weird. I think it's like a connection thing, though, too. Don't you think? Kind of where I can just kind of like <coughs> pull from what people were gonna say to mm-hmm. me and be like, because the other day I was talking to Gigi, yep, and she had mentioned something about this job that she was gonna go, gonna go to, uh-huh. and she almost said a prior job that she had had, but I said out loud that job, and she was like, "That's weird," because I was just about to say that on accident. <laughs> I was like, girl, girl, I told you, I'm, I pulled it right out your head. That's so right. It's the future I can see. Get it, bitch. Um, how's work going and everything? Work is going fine. Yeah. I, honestly, it's been so easy for me, mm. like, just transitioning back into it. Yeah. And the money's pretty good, so I'm not even going to complain about it. All about the money, money, money. I am going to get these fucking bills paid <laughs> if it Listen, kills me. Yeah, so I was going through it, like, the last few weeks, and mm-hmm. I almost, like, decided to move out of state because I was like, there's no opportunities here. I'm like, this is just how it's about to be. And, or I was about to go work in a factory. And if you know me, you know me. I, I, not a factory rat. No, I can't. Like, I have so much appreciation for the people who can do that job, but I just don't think that something, it's not the physicality of it. And I don't want people to get that confused. I'm not afraid of the physicality of Mm -hmm. working in a shop. It's just the tediousness of doing the same thing every single day. I think I'm just more of a, even even though I hate working in customer-based jobs, it's technically the same thing every day, but it's different people. Yeah, no, you're getting a and they, variety. They shake up your world every now and again. Yeah, but just being there and not being able to, like, I mean, you can talk to people, but you can't really 
talk to anybody. You're just working on the same part. Right. And I also wanted to know how this Karen mentality... The the Karen mentality really has came to light, like, the last two-ish years. Mm -hmm. This has been going on for a while. Like, I've worked in retail since I was 16. I'm now 28 years old. In food service since I was 16. I know people is crazy. I don't know if the Karens have now gotten to a certain point in their Karenhood where... Where it's it's okay to be a Karen. Where it's almost a political party at this point. The same thing when uh, they said Trump just made it okay for racists to um, share their opinion and not feel judged. You know oh, I, mean? I guess, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It, whereas yeah. the Karens yeah. are like, oh, I could speak cool. my mind. I could do my shit too. Like, girl, calm down. No, you can't, Karen. No, and no it's shit. gone past the, I don't have a receipt, but I want cash for my refund. Or for my, uh, or I want refund. Yeah, I yeah, want, I want a refund. refund. I don't have my receipt. Yeah, but I don't have my receipt. And the tags that. are off. <laughs> you didn't wear. Oh, that's the one thing I hated working in retail. You don't have a receipt, the tags are off, and you swear you didn't wear it. No. You wore this. No. Nine out of ten times you wore this, and I can look at it and be like, you wore, you wore this. That. Like, you're not tricking anyone. Mm-mm. Stop doing you that. You wore that out. You had a great time yeah. when you brought it. <laughs> my, best, my best friend, Brittany. Shout out to Brittany, and rest in peace to the Arrow Wolfpack, because that went out and died. Um, but Brittany and I are still strong. Uh, we went to the Demi Lovato concert, I want to say in Cleveland. Yeah, it was Cleveland. And we went to the mall, beautiful mall there. And, oh, that was nice? Oh, it was super dope. We went and she got a, a dress from BB Bebe. Okay, I don't know what that is. It's a, it's a really bougie store. BB Bebe. It's a B-E-B. B-B bougie. I was like, what? Okay, so anyways, expensive ass dress. Mm-hmm. And then we went and got our makeup done at Mac for free. Oh, cute. Yeah, no, yeah, that's it was a fun time. And we went to the concert, but then she bought a Demi Lovato t-shirt at the concert and wore that over her outfit that she got from BB Bebe. <laughs> and we got, we got, we had a fun time at the concert. We went to dinner and then we went to the skate club called Axis. Axis? Yeah. Axis? And, Axis. Oh, okay. I was, A-X-I-S. Like, on its axis? Yeah. I was never good at mathematics. Yeah. I don't know if it's in Cleveland or Columbus. It's one of those two. <laughs> we got fucking sloshed. Fucking sloshed. You were off your axis. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. We saw Kelly Mantle. She was there. She was in this money dress. I was like, cheap. <clears throat> oh, it was bad. It wasn't ju- just as bad as her bacon dress? Yeah, because it was like... It looked like she got it from the city trends. It was like one of those... Fake latex oh, type money dresses. Yeah. It was like the off white with the money on it. I mean, I've got. And she had that red shaking and going hair. Good, but it's just not yeah. some of the shit. No. Like, not being a drag uh, race queen. No. But anyway, so we got sloshed. She fell in the street. We actually, our favorite, and I hope she listens to this podcast because our favorite thing is girls in the stalls, guys on the wall. So it was a gay club, and you know, Spiral's super chill, like, you just go in whatever bathroom you uh-huh. want. Um, and there, they have security, because it's so big and popping. And so the security just kept saying that over and over again. We were so drunk, it was so funny. Uh-huh. Anyways, we, I finally get her in a taxi, and we go back to the hotel. I carry her up the hotel, and she falls on the floor. Uh-huh. And I finally get her in bed. She wakes up the next morning, gets in the shower, and hangs up that dress from BB and made sure the shower was super hot. So like steamed it. 
She didn't take the tag off. We went back to the mall and returned it. No, you did not. Yes, we did. I was like, Brittany. She said it's steamed. It's and fine. then I'm that person. Did it look brand new? Oh, yeah. It looked oh, fine. Good. It looked fine. But I'm also that person. So, like, we were at Mac and got our makeup done. And I'm that type of person where, like, I'm not going to have you do my makeup and not purchase anything. Uh-huh. So I purchased this eyebrow shit. It was, like, 20 bucks. I just went and returned it to Macy's and Jackson. Oh, my God. <laughs> because then there's a Mac in there. So I got my money back and I got my makeup done for free. It was great. Well, Thank you, Demi Lovato, for that great concert. Fifth <laughs> Harmony was there. It should have been a little mixed, but it's fine. It is what it is. Yeah. No, leave Fifth Harmony alone. No. Please. Are you a harmonizer over a mixer? I don't even. I like the harmony because I was with because they they did sledgehammer right yeah if you could break my heart oh yeah whatever that, I don't I like disagree that. They Michelle don't Obama have that boss. song uh boss yeah uh, I said Michelle Obama <laughs> Michelle Obama we're gonna talk about her later yeah. um <laughs> really like I Little Mix has or uh, Fifth Harmony has bops for me and I I love their first EP and that's uh-huh. why I was like I was excited for them. During that concert, but then after that, it was kind of like bullshit. Like we got work from home, great. Yeah, work from home was overplayed. Yeah, Sledgehammer was great, and that's all I really remember from them. Yeah, Little Mix is still going minus Jesse, so down to three, but it's okay. But still going. They have their albums are fucking great. And I just think they're so underrated I in like the United Black States. Magic and whatever from them. Like, I thought that shit was Black so good. Magic, Salou. Uh, I mean, their newer <coughs> shit has definitely, like, caught my eye a lot more. Uh, Sweet Melody, that's a great one. That is a great one. I'm excited to see what the three have to, like, what the three come up with without mm-hmm. Jesse. I'm excited to hear that sound in that venture. Um, but, yeah. If you hear a scratching sound in the background, my cat's taking a shit. Is it yours or mine? Uh, uh, no, I saw yours walking down the hallway like, damn, bitch, you really going in. <laughs> you really dropping a, some timber. It's uh, tuna casserole. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you give her some wet food? She, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's a bad time. <laughs> Your cat is awful. She's fat and she rude and she'll get up on the table and you'll be like, Bean, get down. And she can't meow. So what she likes to do is just go. Yeah, she open her mouth. She opened her mouth and looked at you like, like, she's a four-year-old trying to argue with you, but has no voice. But listen, she doesn't like love. At least I can, like, my cat will choose to love me, but I've never seen this cat mm-hmm. choose to love. She, she wakes up She wakes up and chooses confusion and violence. Confusion and violence. Yeah. That's all she is. This cat, you can pick her up and she will, and yeah. want to get down immediately. It is the nastiest shit. But she's, like, playful. Like, she wants to play with toys and stuff like that. And, she'll like, she'll play with you. with you, like, with your hand and shit and, like, wrestle with you. I think she's she thinks stupid she's about human. it. And she's like, I don't want to be picked up or taken out of my room. Because no humans get picked up around here. Because no humans get picked up. She's like, why are you picking me up? You don't pick that motherfucker up. Who's and gonna whenever... pick up my six foot four ass? <laughs> you know, somebody eventually is like, I'm a prank. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. You know I like short men. You're gonna get picked up. But... She doesn't like to get picked up. She likes to be part of the group. If we're all chilling, she likes to sit down and she sleep. That's all she do. And sleep. And she look like she's dead most of the time. She doesn't know how to cat well. No. She. No. Mm. No. We're moving on. Moving from that fucking cat. Um. Anything else we want to talk about before we talk about Tuesday? I have a question. Oh, what's the question? Okay. So. Yeah. 
Do you believe in Clarify. I know we've talked about this before, like not on the pod, but okay. So clarify. I've been reading this book, listening to this book by Sonia Sonia Conchet or something. So my I have to hold up. It's on my phone. And I, you need to listen to the uh, the Kamala Harris book. Kamala. I hate you, Richie. So much. <laughs> I love. Okay. Y'all ruined my life. Sonia Sonia Con- Conchet. C H O Q U E T T E. Choquete? Choquete. Anyway, so she it's about spirit guides. It's about yeah. like your spirit guides. Anyone, chapter like 21. That. Good for you, bitch. Yeah, no, I've, I've listened to it already once before and I have the book. So, like, I've uh, like, okay. I've been reading through it. So, like, who's a my spirit times. guide? I mean, you would have to find that out yourself. Basically, Oh, wait. Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah, you just kind of got to breathe in, take a deep breath in, and breathe out and say, ah. And apparently that is, like, what opens your heart chakra, which lets spirit guides kind of, like, communicate with you in her kind of, like, way. is she talking about spirit guides as in random spirits? Or is she talking about spirits as in passed away people that are like relatives so it's somewhat a mix of both where she says that this woman felt the spirit of her husband who in life was a terrible gambler would spend all his all of their money on gambling and whatever and so he came to her in death and was like what a comeback like how rude Uh, yeah that's rude as fuck but but she swore up and down that he had come to her and that he said to bet this money on whatever. Yeah. And she was like, he wasn't a good gambler in life. What makes you think he's going to be a good gambler in death? And she lost all the money. So Stupid. Like, you have to ask. And you like, expect me to take her advice on these so spirit guides? So it's not guides? always your loved ones who are going to be the best spirit guide for you. Is what, like, she really was, like, trying to put that out there. Like, it might be some... Mm. See, can I, mean, I rebut be, really quick? They can be helpers and protectors. Can but I? I don't feel like they're gonna teach you much. Can I rebut real quick? Mm-hmm. Because you know how I feel about religion. Uh huh. And I don't know if we've talked about it here, and maybe we'll make. Uh, I'm fairly not a religious person yeah. per se. Let's not get into like a huge deep dive on it. Let's save that for another episode. Oh, for sure. Because that'd be cool. Um, but like, so you know <clears throat> personally, like how my feelings are towards religion. However, I do somewhat agree and enjoy going to my mom's church, which is a spiritualist church, mm-hmm. where in spiritualism, you don't really preach a God, you believe in a higher being, but it's mostly the law of attraction and healing powers and um, like being able to communicate with people who pass. I know it sounds weird, but like when you really think about the law of attraction, it's like, the vibes you put out in the universe are the vibes that are going to come back to you. For sure. But so anyways, um, so that's why I really like it because it's not all about this one well, person said that. this, it's this, and this. It's very just spiritualism. Right, but, not... yeah, but to go where I was going, um, this happens to me when I'm high. I know. We okay, but no, I'm here, I'm here. Your family coming yeah. back and being your, like, spirit yeah. or whatever. So, in spiritualism... When you do a reading, when somebody passes in 
in in their way, they believe that they learn from their mistakes because that's what happens when you depart from when your soul departs from here and you're coming back to reassure your loved ones of their choices and help them go down new paths. And that's why when at church we do readings, I mean, I don't go up there and read people because mm-hmm. I don't believe I have that gift, okay. but they go up there and read people and the messages are always like talking about things going on in their lives. Okay. That they know they have to make a choice and to trust their heart and things like that. And then there also that. there's like reassurance of like, you know, remembering like the negative things that was about them and that the apology that comes with after you lose that person. Well, the way that Sylvia Brown puts it, and I listen to a lot of her stuff. And yeah. She's got a lot of um just things that she's done in like halls full of people and right. she's had them recorded and group meditations and things like that. And what is it? Like a, like a conversation, a, con- a conference hall. Type deal. A convention. A convention. Okay. Yeah. She do a convention and she had people talk and she's the speaker and whatever. But she talks about spirit guides in a way of like your family <coughs> wouldn't have been there for you when your soul like came into the like, they would have been there for you, but they wouldn't have been there for you spiritually. Okay. So, somebody had to be in there to <coughs> guide your soul along. Let me ask you, because Tammy and I were talking about this the other day. Uh-huh. And it's in the same context. Do you believe that your spirit and your soul... Do you believe in reincarnation, first of all? I 100% do. Okay. Do you believe that your spirit and your soul are attached to your familiar family like your family like your biological family i know for a fact because i've done um because i studied hypnotherapy for a little while Mm -hmm. and i was really getting into it and yeah technically i got like somewhat of a degree about it but it's more of like a certification oh yeah yeah, yeah. i remember you doing that so that's when you're learning like past life i learned past life regressions then and i was doing a lot of them and i was doing like listening to a lot of people do them so that I I ended up like doing some past like regressions through these videos and through listening to these other people do it to practice doing it myself and um I had one past life where I was a little girl and I was holding my sister's hand Mm -hmm. I remember this I was in a black dress she was in a black dress we're walking down this road a lot of the stuff was in like a different writing and I believe it was German like yeah whatever turn there's like this candy shop and she looks terrified mm. uh next thing we know we're being taken to like a concentration camp type deal Ooh. and i That's ended up you. getting sick i was younger than her and they ended up like taking me uh-huh. like and so and i saw her and they asked is there anybody that you see um from this life that is in your past like that it like currently okay so yeah <laughs> yeah and i was i saw my mother as my older sister right so it was just a whole connection for me like and mm-hmm. then all of my life in this life she's always tried to save me and i'm like there's nothing you can like save me from like, right i'm living my life stop saving and learn to accept how many lives do you have to learn to accept i don't saved? even know because you know? i know i've had at least five or six lives at this point right 
not including the one I'm living yeah. now. Okay, so I want to continue this really quick, but I also want to because like I. I'm a multitasker, and I just caught myself, and I've probably done it a few times already. If you see me staring off into space when Tamantha is speaking or just in general, it's because I am high. I am listening, ADD. and I am thinking, me and too. I have ADD. So I'm staring off into space. I'm hearing her whole story, and that's why I can still chime in and understand what's going on. But also at the same time, I'm staring off into space, and then my mind goes, oh, hey, dude. You're staring off into space on camera. And then I and look then up, up. And then I'm like, yeah, I was. So I think when we watch this, we should cut the clips of me doing this and have a little tally and post that as a TikTok. Of how many times How many times I end up staring off into space. And then look up at the camera. Yeah, because I like catch myself. I'm like, fuck. And then I'm like, you. Then I know I'm overthinking because I'm like, go back to the this conversation. This mentality. Yeah, you okay. Over here. Okay, so back to past life regressions really quick. Um, oh, would you ever do one? I know because I'm ADD. Okay. For people, I can't believe we didn't talk about this earlier. For people who don't know and are just listening to the podcast, um, we are recording right now. We're going to post clips and maybe we're going to post this whole thing on YouTube. We're really trying it this time. We're using my phone. Yeah. Mommy has, has too, too much, much stuff. stuff on <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. So that's what's going on right now. And welcome if you're joining us from TikTok or YouTube or Facebook or wherever you found us. And now you're listening to the podcast. There's also a video for this, so check it out. Okay, past life regressions. We've had this conversation <laughs> before, just you and I, uh-huh. before the podcast, because this happened before the podcast. Yeah. Um, was ever thought of. This was the beginning of I told you, I don't think this... Or I said, I think this is my first life. But how would you know if you don't ever, like, try to do it? Like, maybe this is your first life. And that's what I'm going to believe. I believe in past life but regressions, I don't want to do it, but I just, just because I feel like this is my first life. You want this to be your first life? I don't want you it don't to. Want, do you not want to know if there was another life before or? No, it's not that I don't want to know. It's just, and we talk about astrology a lot, and I'm going to bring up again where she also <laughs> has a Virgo tally. As a Virgo, I'm a process analytical type of person. Mm-hmm. So, me even having, me even believing in psychic readings or having you read my tarot is a big step for me in that type of direction. No, because there's, I believe in, I believe it, it's gonna sound weird. I believe in magic, I believe in witchcraft for some reason. Would you like to know why? Why? Your rising sign is in Scorpio, and usually Scorpio is looked at as the scorpion, but it also is represented as the sorcerer. Uh-huh. And so hmm. having that as your rising sign gives you like kind of like that yeah. ability to imagine something bigger than yeah. just what we are here right yeah. now. And I guess why I believe in if people being able to talk to people who have passed away is because I do believe in ghosts. Yes. So, but when we're talking about, like, seeing the future, or the past, or anything in that context where I can't see the process of how you came up with X, Y, and Z, it doesn't frustrate me, it confuses me, and then as a Virgo, I don't like being confused. 
Because then I feel like I'm left out of the conversation. Wait, yeah, it's just fucking with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That mentality. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like I don't believe in it. I don't want because I, I don't want to say I don't believe believe in it, and it's because it's something that you are doing, and I support you and all that you're doing. And I think it's yeah. real, but for me, just crossing that line to actually go and do it, I think I would be more. My brain would be more focused on what is actually going on besides of actually doing what you're telling me to do. Oh, okay. And I think it would ruin an experience for myself and you. And I don't want that experience to ever be ruined for either one of us. Okay, we have to do that. But. So that's why I wanted to go with that. Do you guys believe in spirit guides? Let us know. And do you want to do a past life regression? Oh, yeah. Can you do it on Zoom? Technically, I'm certified. And, well, honestly, basically, it would just be like a meeting of, um, we would have to find out where that person's like happy place is or whatever. Uh-huh. And then I could just like record like a voice memo of it, like a walkthrough meditation. Okay. And then you could send it to their phone. They can listen in and do it headphones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> so it's super easy. That's dope. Yeah. Maybe I'll do a Patreon of it. That'd be cool. I don't know, but if you want one, hit us up at are yeah. you feeling it pod at gmail.com. Could you, I am so down to do that. Um, could you do tarot readings through zoom? I could do Zoom tarot. I could probably do. We got to get that in the Zoom uh, past life regressions, but I could also do like hypnotherapy. Wasn't it just last week or two episodes ago? I asked you if you had anything to plug during our writing session, and you were like, "Not really." But Maybe I, the song. I forget about things. I'm so ADD. <laughs> Write it down. Well, you need a sticky. I'm back in my mindfulness. On, write it on a sticky note. And stuff lately. Write it on a sticky note. Write it on a sticky note for yourself. Okay, so are we ready to talk about Tuesday? I am so ready. Okay, so I know I woke up and chose violence today, and that's how I needed to start <laughs> this episode because I wasn't ready to talk about it. I wanted to do a normal intro, mm-hmm. and I know y'all were gonna be like, mm, "They didn't do a Tuesday episode. I guess Tuesday episodes are going away." No. Tuesday episodes are not going away. So what had happened was we watched Drag Race, and then I watched it again, and I watched all the, like, interviews, fashion photo reviews, all that. I did all that. I didn't take notes because, so Sunday I, Saturday night I went to bed. Sunday I woke up to a bunch of missed calls and text messages about a job opportunity that I had interviewed for a, a year ago and I guess the opportunity came back up and they really wanted to interview me again. And so I just really got in that mindset of, I have to go to this interview the next following day. The interview did go great. I did land the job and I started Wednesday. So it was just getting the transition into this new professional kind of corporate job mm-hmm. um, and getting back in that mentality because I have been off work a lot this year a because of lot. COVID. Since so, March to yeah. like, it, it was a whole lot. Yeah, so, like, I, I know I've started other jobs uh, previously, and I hate when I should turn my airplane mode on when we recorded this. <laughs> um, I hate, or, what? Yeah, so, my other jobs, they were just not, they were just regular sales jobs. Like, my mind wasn't there. This is a job that I love, I've done before, 
So my mind was just completely different. We are going to take a quick break. Just the smallest little break. Just the smallest little break. We're going to take a hit. And if you got something to smoke, you should probably hit that too. Exactly. And guess what? Guess what the next topic is? We are going to give you a little breakdown of Drag Race. Just the smallest. From the U.S. and the smallest little tidbits from Drag Race UK. UK. We're not going to break them down. We're going to do Drag Race. We're just going to talk about it just a little bit. Yeah, just like we did the UK last week. We're going to implement the U.S. in this one. Have a nice little segment about it so you still get the little Tuesday clip. And then Tuesday we'll be back with the Are You Feeling It? Let's Talk Drag Race. So finally someone can get eliminated. So that's what I need. Yes. So uh, get your shit together. That's why I like UK so much lately. Wait, we got a oh. segment coming up about it. Hold on. <laughs> We're gonna take a, a quick smoke break because this bitch needs it. So we'll be right back. Hey, what's up everybody? I hope you had a great break. I know I did. Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. So are you yes. So when we left you on our little break, we we told you we were going to talk about Drag Race and Drag Race UK. We're going to break it down really quick just to give y'all what you came here for. So episode two, three of RuPaul's Drag Race season 13. How did you feel about it? It was episode one, part three. The yeah. remix. <laughs> the remix. The, re- the remix. It was a whole lot, honestly. Because... Did you like it better than episode two? I mean, episode two was the same thing as episode three. Yeah, but did you like the fashions and the performances better? And which one? Um, I like the fashion better in episode one, or episode two. Same. Episode same. three, honestly, like like they said, episode two, they the winner circle. Yeah, and I think me. it's because we've technically only got We've gone through three episodes and really haven't been able to see the losers, like, do anything besides just one lip sync and then, like, Uh be shook and vote. So, I think I just... We know... technically the losers. They're not the losers. The B-Squad. The B-Squad. The B-Squad. We know... The Pork Chop Lounge Girls. We know you and I both love Olivia Lux. And I still love Olivia Lux. But I kind of do have a new favorite. I know, I know. Girl, her name's Denali. Yeah, I know. Because she's spicy. That's why I was like, it's all the loser <laughs> group except for Denali. Liz, I mean, even Rosé was great. They oh, were I all really Rose. great. Um, Rosé's fashion was on point for me. I really liked Rosé. Yeah, but in, I liked in, her verse. In total of like the whole, like all together, uh-huh. it was team one. You thought the first episode had a better song in performance? Oh, no. I mean, like, the fashion for episode oh. two was better. Yeah. Now, what do you think about the performance? As a whole. Performance-wise, I liked Rosé a lot better. And I liked Denali's um, verse right. really a lot. But what it, if we put them up, group, the Winter Circle and the B-Squad, who had the better song and who had the better performance? The B Squad had a better performance. The um, A Team <laughs> had better fashion. Okay, I agree. I agree. I like I like the song for the B Squad better. Um, phenomenon. I like the phenomenon. Yeah. Um, and Miss Tamisha Aman shocked the Tamisha fuck out Iman of me. Tamisha Aman with her children. Wait, she she got kids. 
She got kids on kids. She got kids that are my age. On top of Tandy Armani Dupree. Right, like real biological. That was shocking because we haven't really, I don't think we've had a queen since Tyra. They had children open, or it said openly on the show. That she had children. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, But her verse, she shocked the hell out of me, so I'm watching her. I'm watching Tandy. Oh my god, I called her Tandy. No. <laughs> um, so in so we know they meet next episode, the squads combine, and then Elliot hides from the the B squad thinking she, to make them think she really got sent home. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I saw the eight minute teaser that came out. Oh yeah, shit. it's funny as fuck. Um and then so now we're gonna switch over to Drag Race UK. Because we just watched that. What did you think of Rats the Rusical? Of Rats the Rusical was such a cute Rusical. And I love some of the girls this season. I really do. I really like the UK show because it's so much more, like, they get raunchy. And they're raunchy. not Fuck scared. Bob they're and like, we're going to get down and dirty. I love that kind of shit. So who was your favorite rat? My favorite rat? Yeah. Like, who who had the best rat to you? Oh, probably the little nerdy one. My girl, Miss Green, Miss Veronica, Veronica Green. Oh, my she heart is an underdog. She, I've never thought she was an like, underdog. Comes in and be mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, now you loved her from day one. Mm-hmm. I every time she's on the screen, I just have the biggest smile for some reason. Like I don't know, she's got that good energy or like for he, me, she, I like, didn't uh, whatever see her as much at first. Are. Just like these girls, <laughs> they didn't see her as much of a threat, and then she came yeah. out this week and really slayed it. And her fucking mouse nipples. It was so funny. We're so funny. But yeah. <laughs> the runway was great too. I don't know. So fucking cute. So fucking cute. Great drag. Great performance. The voice was great. Like, like cute little boys. She knew it was her challenge. And she even said it at the yep. beginning of the episode. She's like, this is my challenge. I'm going to win. And uh-huh. just like, unlike most of the queens that say that, she, she, actually, she actually did, did that it. shit. She was like, yeah, this is mine. No one's going to hold a candle. But so, Veronica, if you're ever watching my uh, uh, our TikTok or listening to the pod, um, hey, hey, that sh- that shot had just been shot. Oh, he tried. Oh, he tried to shoot his shot at Veronica. So Green. fucking cute. So <laughs> fucking cute. Okay, but so we're gonna move on to um, who's your favorite runway? My favorite runway. I liked Lawrence. Lawrence. Lawrence Jin. Lawrence Jin. Oh my god. I, I do adore Lawrence. The, Lawrence has such great comedy and timing. Really good comedy. And but like a sweetness to it. like really unsure of yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what's hard I can me. see that. I'm like, you are unsure of yourself, but you are a great queen. Like, you just gotta deliver. I just, I, I mean, I understood... Her story when she was like, you know, the kid that was made fun of. I get that. And things like that. But you just got to put, like, in, in retrospect, like, you just got to tell yourself, you got to, like, keep pushing through it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I got made fun of for doing dance, but dance led me to a career Here for a, a little bit and opportunities that I would have never had if I never would have taken and same the thing chances. With drag and drag. Yeah, and look, and same thing with drag. Look, look at you. You're on RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two, like. That's fucking interesting. Which y'all should win money. I'm so sorry you're not winning any type of prize besides these repeat badges. So, us as viewers wish you were getting paid just like every other um, RuPaul's Drag Race Race and probably Down Under because they just released Down Under. So, we got another 
We're just gonna I'm have a so lot of Let's Talk Drag Under. Race. Uh, okay. Um, and, We're fans, if you can't tell. Yeah. Um, my favorite runway would have to be Veronica. That housewife into a robot. Oh was yeah, so she did fucking really great. good. It gave me that movie that uh, <coughs> Robin Williams was in. Uh, to Man of Tomorrow or something like that. I've never seen that one. Okay, well, it's he's like an android the whole time. Okay, I would love to, to become a human. I would love to see that see a queen reference um, Smart House. Ooh, and dress like uh, I her name's not Peggy, but that's how I reference her because she was in Married with Children. Yeah, which I love Married with Children. There's this meme that's out there where there she, was a she goes, "Honey, that. I'm home. Did you miss me?" And he goes, "With every bullet." <laughs> There was a queen in Grand Rapids that did the arsenic. She dressed up as, like, the cartoon... Not the cartoon... Like, the smart house, like, lady. Yeah. And then she had this, like, house on her. Oh, really? Like, this dollhouse. And she ended up taking it off of her. Oh, my God. It was so Oh, sickening. that's dope. I'm mad I missed that. So, who's your least favorite runway from UK? Least favorite runway would have had to be uh, Miss Lemon. Oh, Ginny Lemon. Ginny Lemon. Yeah. All it was was just her hairy ass hanging out. Yeah, so the reveal was it was the same dress, but the second dress had the ass part cut out. And I'm like, girl, with that's like not a good vinyl enough. with like a, a COVID screen around the ass. Basically, she just yeah. had some plastic. Over and her ass. I don't like Crocs. I mean, I'm thinking really quick my least favorite what, runway, and I don't think. It crocs to... are comfortable, but don't wear them on drag. Oh, no. I hate Crocs. I'm sorry. I'm going to die on that hill. I never owned a pair. I think they're the ugliest thing that fashion has ever brought next to Yeezys. Listen, I've been looking at some Crocs lately. <laughs> and uh, making me a pair of Crocs. Not for fashion. No. Crocs don't send me shit. Crocs aren't fashion. Crocs, if you ever send this podcast shit, give it to Samantha. I won't wear it. I would love some Crocs. Thank what you. Size? Some cozy Crocs. What size? Size 10. 10. Cool. There you size go. Size 10. Mm-mm. Cozy Crocs. The divided house. Are you right feeling here. it potted? Do you know that? Please contact me. This house used to be so undivided before Crocs and then before. <laughs> so, Samantha's a boyfriend that lives with us. Loves Alliance. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Ooh. Loves the Red Wings. I'm a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. Ooh. Loves Michigan. I'm a Michigan State fan. Ooh. I'm just like, oh my God, everything. Tigers. I'm Yankees. Like, everything. It's so funny. I don't me. even like sports, so I'm just like, what? <laughs> the what? whole time. Did they make a goal? Oh, they did a great job. Did they make a goal? We're like, watching basketball. What would you rather watch? Basketball, football, or wrestling? Football. And I was like, wrestling, because they have to get up there. Oh, my God. Listen, this is how I... <laughs> First of all, I don't love... I don't enjoy watching Plus, I know basketball. it's staged, and it's just like, bitch. It's awful. I don't... You just trying to show me some video the other day, and I was like, you know, this is so fake, right? Right. <laughs> I don't know. I do know adults that still watch that show, and I'm just like, it's like a soap opera. I've always At thought point, it was a soap opera. What wrestling? Yeah, WWE, yeah. WWF, whatever. Has well, always it been a can't soap, be w- a soap WWF opera. anymore because of the World Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my so back to my runway. My bottom two would be because it's a tie. It would be Ginny for the Crocs. Yeah, and Crocs in general. Taste. Because she wore all red. It was just so lackluster of a a reveal. It was like, oh, look, it's red. This is red. I'm wearing a red coat. That's also red. I'm wearing a red coat. And look, I took it off. And now I'm wearing 
a red bodysuit. And guess what? I have red blood in my mouth. I'm going to let it drip out of my wow. suit and stain this suit. Girl, it's all red. You paid money for that suit. It's nothing special. Whatever. Yeah, so... Um, and so the bottom two comes out to Cherry Valentine and Taste. Do you agree? Agreed, 100%. Okay. I like that Cherry came forth as, like, she was a traveler. She was a gypsy, whatever yeah. she wanted to call it. Um, <clears throat> you know, that's really sweet of her to come out and talk about her struggles being gay and everything. And I'm glad that she got that in before the end of this a whole scenario, too. So I think good. UK... Her story. I think UK needs to get editing tips from U.S. only because that's the same formula that the U.S. used to use. Like, the girl that's getting eliminated plugs her story. Yeah. That episode. And U.S. does it, but doesn't do it as much or as, like, apparent anymore. Mm-hmm. So I kind of knew that she was going to be either in the bottom two or eliminated. And I agree. Do you agree with the results of Cherry being eliminated? Yeah. Really? At the end of the day, really, she didn't really deliver the song to me, and her reveal was kind of basic. I mean, I understand where she was going with it, but the outfit itself, like, if she would have actually revealed into something, and it would have been some something a different color other than like a mustard yellow from the beginning, to maybe it was like a vibrant colors or something she pulled off, but like it was just still the mustard yellow dress, and she was pregnant. I don't know. I don't know. The lip sync, I they were like crying, or people were like crying. I was like, this was boring. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> they did memories. The UK love memory. Yeah, and I just <laughs> didn't love the performance, but I really thought Jerry did a notch better, so I disagreed. I thought Taste should have went home, but I think they get Taste home. Honestly, when Taste looked because up she was, has a name. at the beginning of that song, and she was like, I was beautiful then. She, like, looked away from, like, the camera. She really, like, played in at that also, moment. I was like, ooh, she she looking down on herself. And I feel like Ruth saw that a little bit, too. It could have been a double sachet, in my opinion, to be honest. Because it was just very boring. I was like, y'all can drop to your knees during the big part. Y'all can, y'all, I mean, no. So, that was a little drag race spiel. Um, oh, but we're not done talking about the fashion. Oh, no? Because 46 just got inaugurated. Oh, you you right. And there was so much fashion. So. Gaga, J-Lo. Yes. So as of January 20th, 2021, we now have a new president of the United States of America. Thank and we so want much. to congratulate and welcome with open arms President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Madam Vice President. Such a historic day, first of all, to have the first female, the first African American, the first, uh, no, no, I want to say the first black, I'm sorry, I want to correct myself, the first black uh, vice president and the first Asian vice president. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't know that she was also Asian. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a, she's bringing a cultural boiling pot. Yeah, um, there's also here, a dope YouTube all video. The wall, or the glass ceiling. Yeah, yeah, there's a dope YouTube video. We'll link it in the comments uh, on the YouTube video. Um, it's Kamala and Mindy Kaling cooking in the kitchen and doing like an interview type thing. Uh-huh. It's super good and super funny. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, who, who was your favorite outfit? 
We'll just do that. We'll start with fashion. Who's my favorite, favorite outfit, outfit the, everybody's favorite outfit was Michelle Obama. <clears throat> but my favorite outfit in general was Kamala Harris's stepdaughter. Oh, yeah, with the she tweed. She had that tart yeah. tweed, like, coat, and with all these, like, stones on it, this gold. Yeah. Oh, she looks so sickening. Yeah. Whoever did that, ooh. I mean, Kamala is a Libra, so I'm, she's very <laughs> fashionable. I'm just going to let you know. I so maybe she picked that out. <laughs> I think, for me, I'm going to be like everyone else. I think Michelle Obama stole the show when it comes to fashion. She really did. That raspberry, she really came through. Oh, that my belt God. and everything on that jumpsuit. Th- they walked suit. out. And at the, I, don't, I don't care. It just made a statement. Like... I don't know. I think it was also sending a message at the same time how everyone was so... The the fits were just so... People were excited to be there. Yeah, it was such a a happy... I mean, a a lot of people... A lot of people are going to disagree because they're like 74 million people. I was just like, well, here's what I'm going to say. 74 million Americans might have voted for that man. But I don't think all 74 million of those voters are as upset as a majority of you of that mm-hmm. side. So I wouldn't say all 74 million, but I do be damn sure that 80 million Americans right now are so damn happy. And many other countries are so damn happy that Trump is out of office. That Trump is out of office and we have Joe Biden and Kamala. I well, they've office. already started with these executive orders. And this like seventeen, he was inaugurated at noon because I watched it at work and you watched it here. I watched it here, and by five thirty, he was signing executive orders. In five and a half hours, he was already at work before going to the ball. He was living his life, yeah. but there was there's a lot of work to be done. That's oh, there the is. Thing. There is so there, much work to be done. A lot of stuff that he's got to go through and just work through and get done at this moment. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I kind of want to talk about... So, we're talking about the inauguration, and we're going to talk about political shit and, like, social media shit that we've seen, because, like, my favorite thing as of right now is to troll Republicans, because... My favorite thing right now is the Bernie meme. Oh, my God. The Bernie meme is great. <laughs> um, so, I just want to clear up a few, a few facts for people. Okay, let's get it. Okay, so... One of them, so if you're from Michigan, you have an opinion on our current governor, Governor Gretchen Oh, Whitmer. I hate. So. I don't hate her. I hate people who are, like, trolling her right now because yeah. it's some bullshit. So, like, it's super <laughs> divided here still in the state. Um, even though we have a new president, a lot of, uh, it's, a lot of re- it's really split question. here in our state on the... I don't, even well-being of our governor. I mean, she's already been tried to been kidnapped and possibly assassinated. So that's how crazy it is here. But she, so she went to the inauguration, and everyone here is a lot of people here are throwing a fit on social media on the Republican side, saying you're telling us we can't go to restaurants, we can't gather, we have to social yeah. distance, all this shit. But you can go here. She went to the inauguration. But this is my rebuttal to that. She was handpicked by Joe Biden to be the vice president of the DNC. She is a governor of a state. So she is there to make ties in bonds and relationships to better our state and our standing 
in the federal government's eyes. We She's doing her damn job. That's all she was doing there. That is just like you have to go flip a burger one day, or you have to go do this one day. She had to go make some connections. She had to go do her job. Yes. And then, um, what was the other one? Oh, how Joe Biden redecorated the Oval Office today, started to or whatever, and Trump had put military flags in the Oval Office during his term. Mm-hmm. Every time there's a new president, they get to redecorate. The Oval Office. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden took out the military flags and just left the presidential seal and the United States flag, as most presidents have always done. Those yeah. just two flags. And people are mad, saying he's hypocritical because he had to have all those National Guard and Guardsmen at the and soldiers at the inauguration for protection. Mm-hmm. But you can't leave your flags in his office. What's your take on it? I. I mean, Trump put them there. I'm going to take them out. He was probably like, I don't remember these being here back when Obama Obama was here. Take them down. Like, period. I just, (laughs) I don't understand the frustration or the fact that you don't understand why there had to be soldiers in the National Guard and all that security, extra security protection. After the Capitol was just stormed and... That's the exact reason. The place the inauguration is happening, that building had just been stormed less than two weeks ago. They still had a spray paint on <coughs> yeah. some of the columns, but most of the windows were fixed. But, like, they... It was... It had just been stormed. So... Like, vandalized. And how crazy people have gotten... During this, because of all the fake news and the Trump's idiotic ass. Trump is fake news. We had to have this. So the fact that you're mad that this had to be happened, look at why it had to happen and be mad at that. That our soldiers have to waste their time for something that may or may not happen. To protect the president right. from the citizens of the country. It's just, I don't uh, get it. I don't get it. Um, and then the Bernie meme. What's your favorite Bernie? Like, where he sat? Where's your favorite place he sat? I love to see him in, like, old paintings. Like, I saw him in this old Monet painting. <laughs> uh, he was in a good Van Gogh painting, just, like, sitting in the background. And they, like, kind of edited it to make it look like uh, that he's, like, part of the painting. Right. So it's, like, kind of hard to spot him if you don't know where he's at quite yet. That's so funny. But I'm just like, yeah. Um, so I've seen him, my few favorites have been, um, there's been two car ones I really love, uh, because I am back in the auto industry. There's one where he's sitting, there, he's sitting at a salesperson's desk, and the salesperson's in, like, so it's the picture, and then you can see the salesperson at the desk with the back, and then you just see Bernie like this, like saying, yeah. when you say, I ain't buying shit. <laughs> and then another one was the same thing, but he was in a finance office. <laughs> I love Bernie. So um, he, like you said earlier, <laughs> like probably today, he, he looked like he was not trying to be there. He had this been oh, no, my favorite, my favorite caption of it was like, Bernie's like, this ain't about to be my whole damn day. No. He <laughs> He's like, ball, I got to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> and he went on an interview and they were uh, like being all lighthearted because it was the inauguration. It was such a great day. Mittens. And we're asking about his mittens and he was like, 
well, the Senate needs to get back to work. We need to get $2,000 in American people's hands. I was like, yes, Bernie. Yes, Bernie. Tell them why you should have been the nominee, and this should have been your day, because you know he was probably somewhat bitter. I mean, probably. Like, this should have been his day. Twice. He has been trying for some time to get up in that presidency. Oh, my God. He's came. He's been runner-up twice. He is but the he bridesmaid so of presidential in nominations. General, like in in the Senate. Oh, but he's done great stuff. Like honestly, I I vibe with Bernie so hard. He's so nice. Oh my god, yeah. I people call I hope he gets picked for a cabinet position. I don't know. Oh yeah, I'd has. love for that. I love that a transgender woman <coughs> was picked <coughs> to be a federal official. She's uh, <coughs> the federal official of uh, medical yeah. <coughs> something or the other. Yep, but I saw that. It's and the White House changed their forms, so now they also have put pronouns on them. That's awesome. I'm like the most inclusive shit. And Joe signed this executive pres- president Joe Biden. <laughs> President Biden has um, signed an executive order to where it will be illegal to discriminate against a person of the LGBT community. That's so awesome. Yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. And I did see a <coughs> speech he gave at the, I believe it was the White House to his staff. And he was like, pretty much saying, like, if I see anyone talking down, degrading, belittling, I will fire anyone in this building. I will fire you on the spot. No ifs, ands, or buts. Everyone here is to be treated and spoken to equally and with respect and dignity and pride. I was like, damn. Um, He just fucking laid it down. I was like, oh, that was, so why we're talking about this, him speaking. The other one that really pisses me off that Republicans do is say that the whole plan is that they're going to invoke the 25th Amendment on Joe and say he's unfit to be president because of dementia and senile and Kamala is to be president and that was the whole plan. This is coming from... First of all, he's not senile. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to get there. I'm just going to say this really quick because I'm going to lay this down real hard. This is coming from someone who has been ride or die for Kamala since 2016. I was so happy when she announced her presidential uh, candidacy. Yeah. I was devastated when she had to drop out. Yeah. I was hopeful Biden would pick her for VP. And we were so fucking happy. And I was so ecstatic when she was picked for VP. So... This is, I've been rooting for this woman my entire life. I would love for her to be president, but this is not, he's not senile. He's not, he doesn't have dementia. What this man has, he has a speech impediment. He has a stutter. When he, not not makes up words, but when he says a different word, or when he starts to slow down his speaking, those are coping mechanisms for your stutter. not stutter. And for the fact that Republicans keep doing that, that is so appalling and rude and telling of their character. No, most Republican people don't give a fuck. They're ruthless. He is such a well-educated man. 
He was our vi former vice president, now president. I mean, to be honest, I wanted Kamala. I wanted Bernie. But do I have trust in Biden? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if you think about it, Barack Obama and Joe Biden was, were able to pass the ACA when Republicans predominantly ran the House. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden was the one predominantly that had to go and work with Congress and Senate Republicans and come to a bipartisan agreement to make that historic health care. And it passed. So it was still here to this, this day. He's been working through this stuff this whole time. He's never stopped working. Yes, he has voting records and shit like that from the past that aren't like kosher to what society is today or how people should have been treated. People learn and people grow. We're constantly learning. And that's what I've always wanted from like Trump. I'm like, you've done all this, but if you took this four years and made it something, you, just I, took us you would get respect for you, but you didn't do anything but make it worse in this country. It made it a lot worse for LGBTQ people. Absolutely. It made it worse for women. And there are a lot of people, people of who are like, that didn't, no, it didn't. <clears throat> it didn't make it worse for LGBTQ people in this country. I'm like... The fact that Joe Biden had to sign an executive order for non-discrimination against LGBTQ To make it illegal to discriminate. Right. Just proves that Trump didn't do anything for the LGBTQIA. I'm just saying there are trans women and trans women of color who are being murdered every day. Yeah. That needs to be taken care of. Absolutely. And I hope that... Will it? Probably. I hope well, that look some at his of cabinet. it gets taken care of. Look at all these people he's pointing. Uh, LGBTQIA. Women. Women of color. People of color. His cabinet is the so diverse. most diverse a cabinet has ever been. And I love that. It really represents America, like he said. Literally. It's literally what you walk out into this world. And if that can reflect in our government, that we can start on. reflecting in society and how kosher it w could be. We could have the next female president. Yeah, absolutely. Sometime within the next eight years. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, next Yeah. Yeah, because, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, <clears throat> this is me actually being factual, because I don't want people to be like, oh, see, he really just wants Kamala to take the presidency. No. For facts, presidents can choose whether to run again after four years. It's not an automatic thing. Mm -hmm. So Joe can get to the, at the four-year mark in either put in his candidacy or say, no, I'm good and be a one-term president. Mm -hmm. You can be a one-term president. And that's fine. So the realistic options here for like the what could happen. Is very, it's a lot. It's very stressful for yeah, some people. What could happen in 2024 is Joe Biden does run again or he doesn't. And then yes, Kamala has the chance to run. Yes. But yes, she would anyone have to be has a chance in. to run, but she would have to win the candidacy, first of all, and then she would have to win the primary, and then she would have to win the general. She would have to do it just normally. I'm just yep. stating facts. So there are two possibilities for 2024. So don't say I'm being hypocritical or anything like that. Facts are facts, baby. Okay, so I think we're going to take a quick break, get things switched up in our brain, smoke this bowl, because next we're going to talk about some, some scandalous things. So be right back. All right, we are back. We are situated. How are you feeling? I am just ready to get into this 
topic. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know if you're feeling this topic because thank you all who stuck around for this last topic right here. Yeah, yeah. I know these podcasts keeps getting longer, but I think because like literally, I wrote down um, in my notes because we write out like how we're gonna do the episode. We don't always take like super good notes for just random episodes. Um, but literally in the notes, I put intro welcome, how's the week, and then I put in parentheses random high combos. Because that's what we're going to do. We always do it. Um, okay, so this one, <clears throat> I was intrigued, because we've been kind of getting saucy in some of our topics, and I'm loving it. Wussy. So let me ask you. There's three little segments. I'm going to ask you first. Do, okay. Are you a fan of sexy? I have done it in the past. Uh-huh. Um... I wouldn't say I'm a fan of sexting. Does sexting turn you on? No. Not at all. Not even if it's just, like, you by yourself. I like to take pictures of myself. Like, I don't have a problem taking nudes or anything like that. I just don't like okay, sexting. So the, okay, so I, the, I guess I'll all blend together. So I have a sexting, nudes, and dirty talk. And dirty talk, I don't want to mean, like, texting dirty talk. That's a different conversation. But... So, sexting and nudes. Do you like receiving nudes? It depends on the kind of nude. Okay, so, you're, so let, let me break it up really quick. You're single. Do you like nudes? I... <clears throat> receiving. If it's, like, a full body type of, like... Because I don't just want your dick. I don't want a dick pic. Uh-huh. I want to see if you got some abs. I want to see if you got some, like, Usher V-lines. Like, I just right. like Usher V-lines. <laughs> um... That tells my age a little bit. Yeah, you're old. I'm not that old. But, like, I want to see that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't want to just see you holding your dick in your hand like a banana. Mm. Oh, you're my opinion in a minute. Oh, you like a banana? Um, I'm my opinion in a minute. Oh, okay. Because my follow-up question is, um, you're in a relationship. Do you think it's sexy when your significant other sends you a nude? I mean, I see him. I feel like I would want to. Yeah, I guess your situation is kind of different. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, so my opinion is, I don't mind... I mean, in the past, I haven't minded, because I have had long-distance relationships. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but, so, having, like, a long-distance relationship is nice to, like, maybe you get a little nude here or there from your little boyfriend, little man candy or whatever, and that's yeah. cute. You're like, ooh, yes! Yeah. Thank you for that. Put that in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, okay, uh, I get my opinion on both, and then we'll go into dick pics. Um, <laughs> nudes, I enjoy. <laughs> do you like taking them, or do you like, um, like getting them? Oh, he says both. Both, I guess. I don't know. It, yeah, both. Yeah, I like taking pictures. I guess that's the one part of vanity I have in me. I was like, I don't mind myself nude. Yeah. Oh, I never mind myself naked. <clears throat> um, I mean, you've taken some, like, risque photos just of recently, and yeah. girl, I mean, like, I didn't see the other risque yeah, ones, I didn't get the, but yeah. the ones that were pretty PG, more like, just like a Vanity Fair magazine, mm-hmm. oh my god, like, you were doing that shit, you got some, like, you stunning. Sometimes I get high, and I'm just like, fuck, I mean, I get high and horny, and then I'm like, wait, I could do this, you got that ring light, and I was like, mm. and we're talking about OnlyFans, I wasn't thinking about getting an OnlyFans. <laughs> I was just like, let me see what my pictures would look like if I did. Listen, my old roommate, Brenna, oh. she and her friends used to send their nudes to each other. 
And so eventually, like, <coughs> she'd be like, look at my tits. Do they look good in this picture? Should I send this? And I'm like, oh, my God, girl, yes. She'd be like, oh, I sent this to this person. Oh, my God. I'm like, I love that. It's like, if you don't have anybody to send your, like, hot-ass pictures to, she would send them to me. I'm like, girl, yes, your titties look great. Your titties look great. Um, so I like getting nudes. I, when I'm single, um, I don't want nudes all the time. Yes. Because I'm just like, okay, but I just, I I know this is fun and everything, but like, if I'm, if I'm hooking up with you, I'm probably interested in like dating you. And that's why I don't hook up with like a lot of people. Yeah, no, because you're not much of a hookup queen. No. Um. Not at all. But when I'm in a relationship, let me tell you, my favorite, my favorite thing is if <clears throat> I'm at work or you're at work and one of us gets in, like, that mood. Oh, okay. And you start texting kind of, like, dirty. And then you might sneak to, like, the bathroom and, like, take a quick oh. picture and send it and, like, build it up to when, like, you get home. You're both so ready for it. It's great fucking sex. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. That's fun. You've been at work all day. you just been texting. Like, listen, I used to work at the dealership. When I was working at that dealership, when I was in a relationship, that would happen. And boy, was this sex so great. Yeah, it always is when you're, like, kind of like... It's, it's like planning it, like but it's, it's like spontaneous. of, like, foreplay to be like, yeah. oh, I'm going to do... A little bit of this, that, the other thing. Can't wait till I get home. Uh, (laughs) It's so great. So, like, it's just, like, it's, like, spontaneous, but, like, planning at the same time, and that works for me hella hard. And Virgos love to plan. All Earth signs, let's be honest. If you're an Earth sign, you love to plan. Yeah. Planning is a turn on. It works. And planning for a bottom is kind of necessary. Oh, yeah. Fairly necessary for a bottom to plan. Uh, My other one, okay, so, like, that kind of leads me into dirty talk. Do you talk dirty in the bedroom? I don't. Are you a quiet Betty? I am a quiet little Betty. I Really? But the thing is, is I dominate with body language. <coughs> <laughs> that sounds awful. But like... Do you just grunt? Huh? Do you just grunt and moan? Oh, no. Like, I mean, I moan and like... Guys, usually like my moaning is... Uh, like I've heard. Okay, so I was with this. Girl. Do it. I was with this girl one time. And she was like, "Oh my god, that was really hot." Because <laughs> she was like sucking up on my titty. Hey. Oh, and I was like, I don't know, my most. Uh, like yes. I really like I get into it. It's my thing. It's I have whatever. like found recently like my nipples are so sensitive in it, but it feels in, in it like a good way. Uh huh. Like if they're kissed about it, I'm like, why? Yeah, no. Where'd like, that come from? That was, uh, they used to not when be a I first Started experimenting with my breasts when uh-huh. I was transition when I'm well, still transitioning when I started to like develop there. Yeah, it was a whole different experience uh-huh. because I've had guys like try the nipple play with me before yeah. I started transitioning, and it really didn't do anything for me. Like just like kind of slobbering on my nipples. There. You got to do it right. Well, yeah, and he just wasn't doing it right. Also, it just wasn't right for what I had going on but now that I'm like more comfortable with my body and like I'm a woman I got some titties there now I'm just like ooh okay and it's like it takes it to a whole different level right um you want to know that another good spot to I don't know if you know like right here the hip yeah if you like squeeze or even kiss like hard it is a squirm spot 
right there on the hip, on uh-huh. the side, right where your like usher beeline should be. Yeah, that's that spot. Yeah, that's everybody. But then my Ooh. neck, my neck is my biggest trigger spot. If you can sit on my neck, you was asking for trouble. I'm gonna get consent because that's what you do. Because we are gentlemen, <laughs> and we ain't rapists. Boyfriend loves <clears throat> his neck. Like, oh yeah, his, yeah. Uh, there's yeah. sometimes when it gets too. There's sometimes when it gets too much though. In the sensation where it's now not feeling pleasurable, it's now more like tickling, and I have to crinkle my neck. Yeah, no, yeah. there's a there's a certain <laughs> time where I get a little okay, yeah. that's enough. And then I'm like, move to the other side and try it. And if I crinkle again, I'm just like, all right, back to like a dick. <laughs> 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 um, so dirty talk. You don't. I don't. Like, does he? I mean, he doesn't really like. We're. Well, I mean, he doesn't talk really much in general. He knows very much the same in bed, which is kind of like works for me, but I. The first guy, like, I lost my virginity to. Uh-huh. He oh, just loved talking dirty. He was yeah. like, oh, you like daddy's dick? This, that, and the other thing. Oh. I'm like, ugh. Yes, that is so nasty. Uh, uh, you were what? Like, you like daddy's dick? Yeah, you fucking like that. How am I this way and you're that vanilla? I am just... Sex is casual for me, and I got... From an old boyfriend. Have you ever explored, like, any kinks or anything? Like, not really. You don't I have to name names. I, I mean, haven't been very, too, like, but. explorative with my sexual endeavors. Like, public or BDSM or Dom? You've never tried any of that? I know. I've never, like, firsthand tried any of that. <gasps> Girl, I'm going to get you a book. <laughs> oh, I know what well, I'm getting you like, for your birthday. I mean, like, with my exes that, like, I lost... My uh-huh. my access. We were never together. Uh-huh. He was just a quick fuck when I was yeah. like seventeen. <laughs> um, but he, we would always like fuck in the woods because he That's wasn't funny. out. I wasn't yeah. out. He would like a pack. Okay, he was like a prepper. Like yes. he was fantasizing about this uh-huh. moment. And, like, whatever about sleeping with me. And I'm like, okay, you do you. Because you got a girlfriend at home waiting for you after this. <laughs> Most yeah, of the time dirty. he did. So dirty. But, so, we slept together in some, like, dugouts. He would bring, like, a blanket. We would sleep together in the woods. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I've only homewrecked once. Oh, oh, I am a serial homewrecker. Oh, no. Oh, yep. Because the other one I was talking about, um, he was in a relationship with a girl... And I was sleeping with him, and like the girl came over and she was like watching a movie with us, and we were like, "I'll watch a movie." Uh-huh. That's such a fun time, and then she left and we fucked. And <laughs> Girl. It, it was a great time, but like he told me that it couldn't be anything with him, and I wouldn't want it to be anything with him right. because once a cheater, always a cheater. <laughs> if you're right. cheating on her, her, she gonna cheat on me. Yeah. But, li- so listen, I okay. Well, uh, uh. He told me my sex was too casual. That's Ooh. why he wouldn't do it. What? But you say you're a casual sex person. I am a casual. Okay, I want to talk about this. What <laughs> What were you talking about? Okay, so, uh, what's a cheater? Dirty talk. Uh, no, no, no. I oh. know we're talking about that, but you just said... What's a cheater, that. always a cheater. Yeah, but, um, okay, so... Okay. <laughs> Did I fuck you up? D- uh, I gotta take this note, because I want to talk about this, but I want to get back to the original topic, but I can play off of that with it. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. My burger on side taking note. This is I'm gonna tell you this on the burger or some shit. Um <laughs> so dirty talk. I love so much dirty talk. 
Do like a little bit of dirty talk. And it doesn't have to be talk. loud dirty, dirty talk. Dirty. It can be like whispered in my ear. Ooh. It also can be loud. I I just can't believe you've never tried. Like, listen, I don't mind a little dom sub situation. Um, okay. I've never never fully explored a full BDSM. I have never um, explored a full BDSM. Well, obviously. Public is super fun for me. Um, public. What do you consider public? Uh, parks. Oh. Parking lots. Um, just outdoors. I've done, like, um, I've done, <coughs> like, <Not> public. <laughs> I'm really just listening places. In the drive-thru at Taco Bell. <gasps> Shut the fuck up. I forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> yep. That was one. Yep. Oh, God. Um, wow. Yeah, that was you. I know that was me. Yeah, don't don't add me to that one. I was not that. I was not there. I don't know her. I don't know her at the train track. His dick was so small. Do you want to know what the the prize was? What was the prize? What for For... your train track visit? Okay, no, I had asked him (laughs) if he had a cigarette, and he gave me a cigarette. It was like, oh, you got a new pour from the train track? So yeah, like, so we no. always be clouding on your ass, like, oh, you had to suck a bomb to get you a new pour? You, you struggling? You struggling? <laughs> I was not really struggling, but I was like, hey, bro, you got a cigarette? Oh I God. left mine at home, and I wanted no, to smoke No, but, like, home. yeah, I love Dirty Talk. I want, I mean, so two ways I love Dirty Talk. I want you to tell me what you finna do, why you doing it. I why you doing it? want you to call me some type of name sometimes. I want you to make me tell you I want it and that I love it, that it's um Oh wow. It's all yours. That's hot as See, that's what men tell me. me. They're like they tell me that they want it and this and the other thing and that Oh yeah, but no, I could flip it down, shake it and reverse it either way. If I'm bothering if I'm bottoming or topping, like I mean majority of I'm bottoming. But Bottoming, I want you to tell me, but I can also flip it down and be like, I'm telling you, like, this is mine, all that shit, I can do that. But I also like, when I'm tapping, like, being like, the same. Okay. You know, it just makes it... So you're and a little I also, bit of a, a dummy yourself <laughs> in some situations, little Yeah, switch. and I also don't like a quiet nutter. Oh, really? Yeah. If a you're, sneak attacker? I'm if you, I mean there's sometimes when it's okay like if we're just like tired <laughs> if it's just tired if we're just tired and it happens or like if we're drunk and it happens like that's fine but like if we're like going at it hard and you go tell me you finna you don't tell me you just like oh I finished and <laughs> like, like I yeah. I mean, it's like, no, I want you to tell me because I want to know because that's hot for me. And then it makes me able to know if I'm not already finished to like, hey, yo, you need to, you need to hurry it up. I need to wrap this up, you know? No, because they can finish all they want. But if they had finished, I'm like, okay, doesn't matter. You're still inside of me. I'm still going to do the thing that I want to. Uh, no. <laughs> really? Because, um, my dick gets sensitive after, if I'm, like, topping. My dick, even after head. Head's the worst. Head's worse than, like, topping. If I'm topping and I come, I could probably go, uh, I could probably go, like, a good four or five minute. 
after, but then sometimes it's too sensitive and it just gets soft and I'm like, no, it ain't gonna happen. And head is the worst because after I nut, you just gonna give me squirming and wiggling and you might be having fun, but I'm just gonna throat chop you with my balls. So I have made, I don't want to say a plethora of men, but a decent amount of men. Like three or four. <laughs> we would be in the middle of intercourse and like we're, at a, we're switching positions or whatever. And like he, So there's five of y'all in at the same No, time. Oh, it was just times, one at a time. Oh, okay. I was it wasn't like, even like oh my I was God, like you explored King. This was just like a spread out over time. This has happened a couple of times. Have you ever where, been a threesome? I have been in two threesomes. I'm not talking about it. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. I just want to know how many numbers. Have you gotten more than three? Or more than two? Have you gotten three? Can we get a foursome? No. So you're... Okay. I'm stuck at a three. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... They would be fucking me, and they're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to come. And I'm like, okay. And then I don't come. And so they continue to fuck me after they came... Uh-huh. And yeah, I'm listening. They, I'm like round two. Like you're just gonna continue to go, uh-huh. and <laughs> um, so they like continue to go, and then they yeah. come a second time, and they're like, "What the fuck?" And after that, uh-huh. they you're probably gonna you, that pussy is Nyquil. That man is going to fall asleep right there. You don't have to deal with that. You <laughs> put your coin on the dresser, girl. <laughs> Listen, the nighting two time things, I can do. Stipulations. Hmm. It can't be simultaneously. Oh, I, I need at least a, a cigarette break, or I need, at least need uh, a a bong or a. Blunt That's why break. I'm like super dummy in that way, because I'm like dummy, mommy, Tommy. <laughs> See, we wouldn't work because I'd be like, "Girl, get off me! I'm fucking done." <laughs> and then I become the I become the battered husband in that situation. The battered husband. And I was like, fuck, no, but I love dirty talk. Oh, but what I want to also say, <laughs> really quick, um, I have an opinion on DL guys and straight men that fuck around with dudes. Oh, yeah. Because there's a little difference. There's DL guys that are gay mm-hmm. that just need to make the jump to come out of the closet. Yeah. We just wait for you. Bisexuality yeah. is the first You just gotta land. fill out a little bit of paperwork and send oh, it to the alphabet I'm not, mafia. I'm just kidding. Bisexuality is valid, but if you're oh, in the closet about some shit, yeah. get it out. Um, but I mean, even Pretty if you, like, it, it, when I consider DL people, it's just like somebody pretending to be straight, even if you just, even if you like men and women and you're bisexual. Mm-hmm. But you're just like on the. But DL, you still have to come out. Of them. You still have to apply to the alphabet mafia. Like you're the B in the LGBTQIA. Like, come on out. Yeah. Um, <coughs> the prize is right. And then there's straight guys that will let dudes suck them off and maybe kiss them or fuck them, but yeah, they're only with girls. Stand this like. I that is so toxic for gay men. This, like, we're not kissing, but we can fuck around. Like, that's... Uh-uh. It, that's a turn-on for me, and that's one of the only ways I'm probably going to... Be. Oh, if we're not kissing, I don't want it. Yeah. Like, that's a... No, thank you. Main thing for me. I'm not in fucking high school. Like, no. No, no, no. I am a grown-ass man. If you're not able to fucking put your tongue down my throat and then use that same tongue... Flip me down, shake it, and reverse it, and eat my 
ass every Ooh. night. I don't want it. You don't want to kiss me. And I need to make sure that ends up on a TikTok sound. So I need you to ding that somewhere. Uh-huh. Because that is great. I've never done one of those before, but that just flows so naturally because I'm so passionate about men not kissing other men, but you'll let them suck your dick. Yeah. And fuck them. That's bullshit. Like, if there's romantic feelings there, like, just be open about it. Yeah, like, why are you hiding? That's the thing. Like, you could be ruining someone's heart because... you kiss a hookup? Me? You don't hook up very often. I don't hook up very often. If I'm hooking up with you, we have... You have boyfriend potential. Well, I mean... That's okay. Yeah. I used to think if I'm dating you, you have marriage potential. And now I'm just like... I'm not really thinking about marriage. I'm just old and would just like somebody to come live with me. Not live, but enjoy <laughs> me and my cat. Just be around me and yeah. enjoy me. That's literally what I want. And, like, just have great conversations. I mean, I'm kind of seeing, or, like, I'm interested in someone and seeing how that goes. Okay. And so, like, it takes a specific no person for me to, like, if I find you interesting or I find you, like, fascinating... Mm-hmm. You have my brain going, and that's the best thing for me. Like, if you can keep my brain going where I want to hear more stories about you or learn more about you and, like, have conversations with you and, like, learn your opinions on, like, movies and shit like that, that's a connection for me. Like, and so if I'm able to do that with you, that's, like, super, that's super vibey. Mm-hmm. And so I'm exploring something like that right now. And so, like, I don't know, it's a good time. We're seeing how it goes. Let's go. Yeah. Fuck a Danny Phantom. Fuck a Danny Phantom. Yeah. And fuck a 2001. Oh my God. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. Uh, really quick. So, oh, really? Yeah. I'm not going to talk about the backstory I'm going to tell you a story about today. All right. I'm going to tell you a story about a girl named Lucky. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you a story. It'll be quick. Okay. So I'm at work today and da da da. 2001 texts me. Uh-huh. And I haven't heard from him in weeks. And I'm just like. He said, I have a serious question for you. Uh-huh. I was like, what? Uh, what? I'm at work and shit. The way we get on this conference call. And he goes, if I were to ask you if I could come stay the night with you, what would your answer be? And I was like, honestly? Nah. No. I was like, I'm actually interested in kind of seeing someone right now. So, you. thank you. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, he was a lot. And then he went on to say something and, like, good luck, bud. And I'm like, ooh, your ooh. age is showing. He said, bud. Yeah. I'm like, your age is showing, sir. Yeah. I was like, that was such an experiment. Yeah. Alright, but it's late and we both work in the morning, so Period. this is our goodbyes. You can follow us on all of our social media. Um, you know what it is, you know yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, you listen to the commercial. Yeah, so we're not doing the end of the week rant or anything because January has just been a full rant in gen- general, so we're hoping February gives us some other things to rant about Praise um, the Lord. that we don't have to make a main topic of. Alright. So, Make sure you get us on our Tuesday episode of Are You Feeling It? Let's Talk Drag Race. And then um, make sure you catch us back here next week on Friday for the Are You Feeling It? original podcast. We will see you all soon. See you soon. Stay safe. Thanks for coming around.